From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hello and welcome to the Inez Says Podcast. I am the aforementioned Scott Inez. Thanks so much for being with me today. You can find the pod, Spotify, WDBO.com, the WDBO app. I'm also on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Outside of Orlando, just go ahead and stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, typically during our conversations... Brian Kilmeade and I talk about the news stories of the day. Well, today, Brian is the news, at least according to CNN and MSNBC and Congresswoman Liz Cheney. Brian's name, along with fellow Fox News host Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram, have been talked about quite a bit over the last few days in the so-called investigation of the January 6th March on the Capitol. And I start off by asking Brian this question. Brian, you know that, you know, we're here in the studio. We've got a bunch of TVs and one of them happened to be on CNN yesterday morning. And I'm watching CNN going apoplectic about you, uh, about Hannity, Mm -hmm. about Ingram, about your text messages to Mark Meadows on January 6th. And I'm, I'm I'm still like, I'm trying to get my arms around this story. I'm I'm trying to figure what's the angle here. I mean, you guys are telling Meadows to get the president out and say something about what's going on at the Capitol. Am I missing something here about what CNN and Liz Cheney are saying about you guys? Yeah, I, di- I didn't really bring it up much yesterday, but I'll probably bring it up today. And that uh, when this was all unfolding, I was texting, you know, I texted a few people like, guys, this is bad. So while I'm on the radio, I'm watching uh, in the breaks, putting the sound up. So I texted him, say, you know, what's going on here? And it's not that it was his fault. I'm saying that he could stop it. Same way he could stop. See, I thought he could have yeah, the most chance to stop it, at least make a statement on it. Like, for example, when I watch Poland, watch Seattle, watch Chicago, watch New York, watch Philadelphia, all, uh, all burn. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, he said in federal troops there, he uh, can of the National Guard here. In Washington, we know about the controversy with the church because he uh, wanted to get the National Guard out there and get the Secret Service forward. Same thing. He said, this is really bad. You're, these are your followers that left the rally and walked over there to make a statement. And also, I want to make my show better. What did the White House say back? Let me just tell you, they are upset about it. They're not upset about it. They love it. They hate it. So I always, during the show, would text all my contacts. Uh, every show, the night before, hey, guys, what's the deal with the tax cut? Are you guys going to get this passed? I had Paul Ryan's cell phone, too. So I would constantly be getting new information and original information. And this time, January 6th, I, I actually have text message with Liz Cheney. I'm friendly with Liz Cheney, too. So, you know, I didn't, you know, I'm a little surprised that I'm be out, my name is in a congressional hearing. But I'm saying to myself, yeah, that, that's me. And? But, you know, now they say I was outraged by it or what they want to portray. I don't really watch those channels. But, you know, I saw Tucker mention it last night, and that's exactly what he and I talked about. He's like, Brian Kilmeade sounded in this text message the way he sounds when we talk. What's going on? He, isn't the president going to come out here? Isn't he going to make a statement? I mean, I wrote Kaylee McEnany as well. I wrote Mark Short, who was the chief of staff of the vice president. Is the vice president okay? Why wouldn't I do that if I have access to give my 
to give my audience new information. Sure. I, I'm, and I'm just, also, yeah, I want to affect, I want to affect the country if I could. Right. I, I'm, I'm just trying to understand what Liz Cheney's point is. You all were saying, okay, this is not good. Get the president out to say something. Is she saying that you all were saying things differently on the air? Is that what she's saying? And that, is that what CNN yeah. is saying? Yeah. And that's a good point. And I wasn't, and I'm perfectly my short-term memory loss is pro is pro prolific, but <laughs> I am perfectly willing for people to go back in the radio show and the TV show. And you will see that I said the single biggest mistake that the president did was January 6th. Mm-hmm. Not that he caused the rally and told him to breach the perimeter, but they had the rally and they walked over there or else his approval rating would be about 58% right now. If he welcomed Joe Biden, to the white house and said, Listen, I'm not happy where a lot of these states went down, and I'm going to have my best lawyers investigating it. But in the meantime, this transition should take place until the next time, uh, until we have a rematch. Uh, I'm sure you know around this place, but let me show you around. I'm not saying you have to show up for the uh, inaugural. Maybe that would have been too tense. I don't know. But if he just walked away and people had it, that means he would still be on social media. That means that January 6th didn't happen. And that means people compare policies. And my goodness, even the thing that Joe Biden thought would be a layup, his numbers were supposed to be less. He had a vaccine, already a million shots in arms. We already knew about uh, what this virus was. And he recorded more deaths under his watch in one year than President Trump, who we still at that point weren't really clear on what this virus was. So on every issue, Trump's wins. But they keep on building on January 6th. So on my shows, and today, I would say, if you ask me, January 6th is biggest mistake ever. Yeah. Why even put this combustible situation together? Yeah. I, I got to tell you, I, I saw one guy at the gym yesterday afternoon <laughs> who, who was basically, Brian, repeating what CNN was selling, like you and Hannity and Ingram. You're all coordinating this so-called insurrection. And I'm like, no, Let, like read the text. They're trying to prevent it. But there is a certain segment oh, yeah. of the population believe in this stuff that you guys were coordinating this. How about this? I mean, everybody just don't read the words. Don Jr. said the same thing as me. I mean, his son. Yeah. He said, uh, Mark, he needs to make an Oval Office address. So how's that coordinating? How Now, Don Jr., I thought this is the most interesting underreported thing. He was one of the featured speakers leading up to his dad. So if he was happy about the interaction, if that was part of the agenda, who didn't tell the president's son? Excuse me. He was sitting there going, what the hell is going on? Because... If you remember, the Trump rallies were never violent. In fact, those guys were getting beat up, you know, almost all the time. And when they were talking about security, it was to prevent them from getting beat up. The Trump rallies were never violent. I've probably been to 10, but please show me the violence. I mean, there were times when uh, when there would be well, the president was a candidate where he would get criticized because he said, who's that guy yelling at me? And he goes, rough him up, and he used those terms. And they said, you know, why would the president say rough up a guy that was, there was a you know, protester within your audience? That was it. Yeah, meanwhile, Mark Meadows has been held in contempt of Congress by the House. The vote sends the matter to the Justice Department now. They did the same thing to Steve Bannon. What, what are your thoughts about that, Brian? I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure Eric Holder was in contempt, too. Remember, he refused to give up any documents providing information to Congress. Yeah. Uh, he seemed fine. Yeah. Now, listen. Uh, this was a this is a, a partisan investigation. I don't know what happened with Mark Meadows. Why do you turn over all this information and then say I'm not going to cooperate? I mean, what happened in between? So while releasing a book, so then that you denied was true. So I think he's he's a mess. Mm. 
Uh, I don't know what is going on, what the backstory is, but does anyone think they're really going to get a bipartisan look at what took place? For example, I mean, when you look at the security issue around the White House, excuse me, around the Capitol building, you're going to tell me that's not a story? We were the cops, we were the National Guard. You knew they were the biggest rally you could possibly imagine right at the White House, and you provided no security, and on the record is the White House asking for security? And them saying they don't want any military presence, National Guard presence. They don't like the look. But they had no problem putting a fence up around the Capitol building for the next two months after that. Three months. Yeah, and, and I was at the, the Trump O'Reilly event on Sunday and, and the president. Oh, I during, was that. Yeah, it was it was actually good. It was it was actually good. We we had a good time. My wife and I went and and the president said during that event that he, he asked Nancy Pelosi and those at the House a couple of days prior to to get more security because he saw some issues uh, happening in the future uh, that obviously uh, it, it happened a lot worse than than he thought it would. Uh, but he, he he requested security a couple of days. At least that's what he says. But I, I want to ask you about the, the releasing of, of private texts here. Like, do you have a problem with this? Or, or, are my texts or my private texts next here? I mean, why are these private texts yeah. being released here? Well, that's a great point, too. I mean, I, I kind of just ex- accepted it. Uh, but why? You know, yeah. what is the point of that? Yeah. And 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 to be clear, too, I mean, the, you know the point. I think you nailed the point. They wanted to say that we're saying something different on television or, I don't know, they're trying to hurt our ratings or they were trying to say, um, I, don't, I don't know, you got to ask Liz Cheney. Yeah. But the fact is that when you text somebody to know that's on the public, that that's going to be released when you text in the White House, I never thought that. You know, I thought if Mark Meadows ever wanted to say, Brian, kill me, text me, that would have been him. You know, if he wanted to say, Brian, kill me, text me at Fox, and he said X, Y, and Z, I'd be like, wow, that's, that's kind of an interesting personal decision mm-hmm. to ma- expose a private text. But I never thought a congressional hearing would be reading my name out and leading to a conclusion that I don't think is clear. And you don't think it's clear. Just by the questions you asked me, right. uh, you were saying, what's the point? So, I'm, I mean, um, Fox is not mad at me at all. In fact... I, I should have probably pre-thought it because I didn't really look at my text. So I get up in the morning at three, like you, I get up at three in the morning mm-hmm. and I look down and I see all this, all this information and I'm catching up to it. And I go, well, here we go again. <laughs> and I kind of didn't yeah. bring it back. You know, yeah. I'm like another controversy. Right. I kind of just saying to myself, I'm not going to help CNN program. Yeah. So I'm just kind of going to ignore it, but maybe that was a mistake. Maybe I should have done what Sean, uh, what Sean Tucker mentioned me last night with, with Tucker, Sean and Laura did. So I'll be on the, uh, today I'm doing a shoot at Ellis Island uh, for what made America great. So we won't be on Fox and friends. Mm-hmm. I'll be on most of the radio show. And then I'm doing the five. Okay. So maybe I'll bring it up in the five today. Much appreciation to Brian Kilmeade for the chat today here on the Inez Says Podcast. You can find me on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.